Michael Pace is the general manager of the iconic Mark Hopkins Hotel in San Francisco. In this episode, you'll learn both how to understand and develop the culture of the hotel or organization you're working in. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. Everyone has a slightly different definition of organizational culture, but if you were to try to define it, what is organizational culture to you? For me, culture, because I believe in it a lot, is having an alignment of values, everybody being on the same page. I think when everybody gets why we're here, why we're doing what we do in our different jobs in the hotel, they all come together because there's a common vision, then you can create a culture. But if everybody is just doing their own thing, you don't have a culture, you just have a bunch of individuals getting a job done. That makes sense. And in your career experience, is there something you believe about culture that you think is different from how most others in the industry think about it, culture? Well, I just I can say for myself, the way I see it is that it it has to be true to the hotel you're in. You know, I, I think brand and culture are intertwined. And, I, and I'll tell you why I say that. Having worked in a lot of different hotels, the first thing I do whenever I work in a new property is I try and immerse myself and understand truly what that hotel represents. What is it? What is the history? What the design? What did the designers intend? You know, and so on. How do you immerse yourself? Ask a lot of questions. Read a lot. You know, uh, read magazines, read articles, Google my own hotel, talk to people who have been working here for a long time, just figure it out, right? Uh, Try and figure it out. And then I find for me, the more I think about it and the more I talk about it, things start falling into place. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes me a while sometimes to really get it right. But when I go to a hotel, that's my focus is I am here to become part of the hotel culture and the hotel brand and make it better. I'm not here to come in with my ideas and make it the Michael Pace brand or culture. There's traits of the culture which obviously are tied into my style and my personality because I'm the general manager. But I have to be respectful to, for example, now, what does the Mark Hopkins stand for? It's a 97-year-old hotel with great history. So I could understand that. I could understand the IHG culture, combine the two, get the best of both. So I do service to both. And so with this hotel, for example, I realized when I started, and I knew pretty quick, beautiful hotel, amazing legacy, lots of history. That's part of our culture. Our culture is providing beautiful service in this elegant surroundings, really using the history to tell our story, but making it relevant. So I don't want to be an old, boring hotel. I want to be an old hotel with great history, but bringing it to life in a bit more contemporary way, but respectful to the history. So I'll give you an example. The type of music we play in the lobby has to feel like you're walking back into maybe a bygone era. It cannot be trendy music, okay? It should never be overpowering. It shouldn't be something modern. So I work with our music styling company that's actually in the UK, and I give them playlists and we work with their people to play different music. So we, we, you know, we have jazz, we have swing, we have Sinatra, Ella Fitzgerald playing, depending on the type of day. We moderate it so that when you walk into the hotel, it feels like you've walked into this really nice old hotel, 
but there's this nice sound going on. And the scent machine in the lobby that every 30 seconds gives a little burst of scent, again, is a bit more what I would call a, an elegant scent, not very modern smelling, like a, like a cologne is tailored to a person. When you start putting that, that together using the history, the brand, now I can go to the culture, talking to the people who also have been here, some of them a really long time, and use that as the basis for our culture. Our culture back behind the scenes is people working together, celebrating the history, understanding it, being proud of this legacy that we are holders in a way. We're like custodians of this beautiful product that we're historians. We tell stories. That's how I see it. Kind of this is evolution. You just, you keep talking and discovering and figuring stuff out. And, and then you bring it back of house as well. And it comes to life. It's very integrated. Travel is a sensory experience, right? And so it's cool to hear about the music and the scent. You also mentioned thinking about this in some fresh ways. And can you give me an example of some of the fresh interpretations of hospitality you're thinking about implementing here? Yes. So I'll go back a little bit. So many of the hotels I've worked with before coming to the Mark Hopkins were what I call lifestyle boutique hotels. So the Kimpton hotels were smaller hotels, you know, under 250 rooms, very themed, fun playful, whimsical. Then I worked for W that was a, you know, definitely high end luxury, but produced by a corporation that was created by Starwood, very brand centric, learned a lot there about really about the branding and the activation of spaces. Similarly at the cliff that was designed by Ian Schrager, beautifully designed hotels. Then I came to the Mark Hopkins and this place has been a legacy for 97 years, and it looks and feels very similar to when it did at that time. So, so how do I bring it to life? You know, like as I mentioned, you know, the the uniforms that we wear have to be elegant, but also slightly slightly modern, not too much. I haven't worn a tie in 20 years. I put my tie back on because I feel that represents the style of the hotel a bit more. Some of my managers are like, "Come on, Mike, you know, nobody wears ties anymore." You know, I'm like. At the Mark Hopkins, we're going to wear ties and put put on a pocket square and have a nice suit, no baggy suits like for, for the guys, you know, like we represent, we are part of that painting. When people walk in, we're like actors on a stage. We're part of, we're part of that, you know, of, of that painting, the expectation. If we're walking around in our jeans and open shirts, like you would in a hipster hotel, it w- wouldn't it look odd at the Mark Hopkins? It would look great in the boutique hotel. It would just be wrong here. So it needs to fit. The, it, the needs, it needs to fit it needs to everything, fit. the music, the, the clothes that they wear, the, the yeah. way we present ourselves, how we speak to each other, the way the restaurants are run, the type of music I'm playing now at the top of the mark, our rooftop lounge. We're reintroducing live music on Saturday because a lot of people loved that in the past and we had stopped it you know, during COVID and had a tough time figuring out what type of music do we want. A lot of people are saying, oh, we used to love dancing at top of the mark. And we used to have some really good bands. But when I started, some of the bands are a little bit cruise line-ish. I don't know. I was like, come on, everybody, let's do the line, you know, the conga, whatever. And I was like, oh, God, this is horrendous. You know, so I, I just stopped everything and told everybody, if we're going to get music back, it needs to feel a bit more glamorous. Can we get some swing? Can we get jazz? Can we, can we get a crooner who's playing beautiful, soulful jazz music that you can dance to at the right time, but is also perfectly a perfect background to the sunset on the Golden Gate Bridge? So again, it had to be really curated. And we, we have bands come and test with us. And sometimes we like the music, but it's just not the right fit for Top of the Mark. So everything has to be thought out and and has to be relevant to the space that you're in.
Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 